<laughs> she always gets away with it, Sid. She's right. like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm on the case now. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Seattle Restaurant Podcast. Got uh, got some real fun guests today along with my co-host, Dave. Dave Storm. How are we doing, Dave? Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. Uh, your mom okay? Yeah, my mom just watched <laughs> them pull a body out of her uh, neighbor's house. So that's what... We're all fired up. About. Happy Happy Mother's Day, happy Mother's uh, Alex. Day. Welcome to the show, Alex. Who are you? Uh, I am Alex Merrick. I'm the COO for uh, Feed Me Hospitality. And who is what is Feed Me Hospitality? Oh, uh, we got a bunch of great restaurants and a catering company: Shubidu Catering, Bar Dojo, Salt and Iron, and uh, Fire in the Feast, uh, to name a few. So basically, if you are a restaurant in Edmonds. You are owned by, <laughs> by Feed Me. Or we know you. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, yeah true. Um, and who's, hey, Wes, Wes, what's happening, brother? How you doing? How you doing? Good. Wes, where are you from? Uh, I'm I'm from Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I, fair enough. Uh, what was the restaurant? Uh, I own a restaurant called Wero. Uh, it's a Korean restaurant in Ballard, and in our back room, we just opened up a lunch concept called Papashim. Oh, I, I did not know about this. Yeah, this let's let's just jump new. right into it. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, real quick, Wero. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, what What is that concept? Uh, it's It's like a modern Korean comfort food. Uh, it's, you know, it's casual upscale, maybe. Got it. Um, it's a it's a concept where we. Uh, I grew up in uh, Seoul, Korea. Jokes aside, uh, where I try to do sort of elevated Korean food, but while uh, keeping the flavors accurate to my yeah. childhood. That's the word I like to use. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm kind of a dick because um, when people come up to my, car, I have a Sri Lankan food cart, and people always are like, "Oh, like where are you from?" And I, I'm like, "Oh, uh, uh, St. Louis, Missouri." And they're like, "No, no, but like where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, uh, a Ballard." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to get them to like, yeah. Why are you that color? <laughs> um, but sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, My experience is like the opposite of that. Oh, they, yeah, you be, say Korea, and they're like, no, no, like what's what's Korean? Well, well, people go like, where are you from? And then I go, well, I was born and raised in Korea, and then. They go, oh, oh, like you're 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 from there, yeah. <laughs> like you're a real guy, <laughs> yeah, like and, that's legit. <laughs> and uh, so I I haven't heard about this uh, new concept. What's so I'm trying to picture the back of it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So we wrote, uh, uh, if you've if you've been, it's it's sort of a really long space, yeah, and narrow and minimalistic, uh, minimal, yeah. yeah. And we have a dining room up front, but we also have a dining room in the back. Um, and uh, the dining room in the back. Long story short, just hasn't really been getting used yeah. uh, and hasn't really been doing much. So I uh, sort of built out like a little counter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we opened that during lunch now. And we do like like build your own rice bowls type yeah. of thing. Uh, much much simpler and much more approachable than what we do. And uh, how do they order? Do they have to go through Wiru or is there a separate? No, there's a, we have a street-facing entrance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the, you know, it, imagine having a back room that's like a regular dining room that you can't see from the bar, yeah, you can't yeah. see from the kitchen. Uh, it was always an annoyance, like trying to run that during service. Did, um, and and uh, how long have you had the place? Well, I've we were just opened in March last year, so Got we're it. 15 months. But I've it used to be called the Gerald, yeah. um, a, a cocktail bar called the Gerald, and. Uh, I own this since 2018. So. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So you own the Gerald, and um, then and then uh, what did you do for the Gerald? Nothing re- restaurant related. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. So, <laughs> what, what were you in? What did you do? Uh, I was just in. I was just doing like corporate stuff for yeah. like a like a fashion. And then one day you woke up and you're like, I'm gonna buy a restaurant in downtown. Bedford. Well, one day I woke up and I said, I don't want to have to keep working for people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really where it all started. And and we all know there's a ton of money in restaurants, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's a series <laughs> of bad decisions. Margins are great, you know. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, all of that's true, and you gotta be pretty well qualified to do it well. Yeah. Um, 
and I I didn't really check any of those check boxes <laughs> or, or check any of those boxes off. But you know, I just I don't know, man. It did just, did anyone tell you not to do it, or did you? Um, I'm just nah, like no, nah, not really. It was you, just like it was weird. It was like a. a I always liked cooking. I was I've yeah. always liked food and everything and, and it was just like a foregone conclusion. Like when I said I don't want to be in this corporate life anymore. Yeah. It was like I didn't really think about it. It it wasn't like what should I do? It was like, well, where should I get into the restaurant business? Right. You know, because I, I was at I you know, I lived here I've been here since two thousand and eight in Seattle, I mean. And did uh, you come here for a job um, or for I came here for family. Yeah. Uh originally, but when I made this decision, there was like a little two-year hiatus when I was on the on the East Coast, okay. and I was on the East Coast, and I, I said I don't want to be doing this. I, I you know I, I want to do something else for my life, and uh, that was like the tougher decision more than anything was: do I stay out there or do I come out come back out here? Because I didn't really know the area that well because I had you know I hadn't been there that long, um, so I, you know I kind of thought, man, I don't know if I want to get into business in a Still a new to me area, yeah. you know. Um, and so I want, so I just decided I'm going to come back to Seattle to do this. Cool. Has yeah. cooking been something that you knew you could fall back on like your whole life, or? I mean, yes and no, right? Like for some reason, I I had that like foolish pride, I guess. Like <laughs> I, I I had baseless confidence that I could. I really didn't have any. You know, I've, I've I'm still learning. I've been I've been learning. You know, but uh, yeah, it was it was, you know, going. It's always been a part of my life. Like going back to my. You know, early twenties, I guess. Uh, you know, there was a time when I was like, "I'm gonna go to culinary school," and you know, and just like it didn't happen. But you know, it's just sort of been in the background. Yeah, you yeah. know. And, but and yeah. and looking now, because you have a ton of accolades, we're like we're killing it, right? It's, we're trying. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's, it's like best new yeah. restaurant in a couple of articles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Looks yeah. like you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's been you know. Real, real quick, who designed the restaurant? Uh, as it is now, I did it myself. No I, shit. I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was the Gerald, we, we, you know, uh, when I, when I took over the Gerald, we remodeled it once and that was with professional help. Okay. Um, but you know, when I, we rose just become more of a personal thing, you know, every, everything I'm saying, you know, uh, about how I got into the business, it's, it's just sort of like, um, I, I don't want to say there was, there wasn't passion, but maybe it lacked direction a little bit. Okay. It was just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm I want to be in business. Like yeah. that's why I got into it. And you know, those Three years, uh, you know, just put myself through the ringer, right? Like, you know, any, you know, I would put myself on schedule for any anything yeah. from dishwashing to bartending to yeah. prep, you know, to what whatever, just to, you know, to really get myself familiar. And um, and then the and then the pandemic uh, pandemic happened, and you know, through it, so it sort of had a lot of really personal growth, and I think really kind of learned uh, about just the concept of storytelling through food, yeah. um, you know, which I think is. I'm not going, you know, like years ago, I, I you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, it's just food. Like, yeah. you know, what does that mean? You know, yeah. and it just, it, it just took growth on my part to really catch up to what that so means. So it's really your story on, on yeah, the yeah. Menu, yeah. And so when the, when the, when it was time to, you know, like, you know, remodel it, re you know, design it, you know, and everything, um, you know, I just kind of said, this just has got to be my thing. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it from beginning. So everything's to very much on purpose. Very much I, so. I will yeah. say, and we'll, we'll get into it in a second, but I, I ate there this weekend and, um, me and my girlfriend, we 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 were on mushrooms, and and um, it's such a beautiful space. And I was just like, I, I was like, I feel like I'm in Kanye's house. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the exact opposite. Someone that's been in the industry for a minute, Alex. You've you've been cooking for how long now? Um, I started when I was 17, so about 17 years. Yeah, and now. and oh God, you and you have a very um. 
I guess like if you're getting into the restaurant industry and you're listening to this and, and you're trying to think of different jobs and <laughs> cooks and dishwashers or whatever, um, Alex, you have a very interesting job because you are what is what is your title? I'm the COO of the company now. And how many restaurants do you oversee? We have seven restaurants, catering company, and then a coffee shop. Got it. And um, how many employees do you oversee? Uh, a little over five hundred and fifty. Isn't that fucking crazy? Five hundred and fifty <laughs> and and do you know most of their names? Yeah. Yeah, I know them all, or a lot of them. I don't know everyone my family's name. Like, I don't. That's <laughs> I don't actually know. a big thing. Like walking through and being able to remember like who the people are, and then not only that about them because you want to connect. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to just say, "Hey, what's up?" I want to know, like, "Hey, how's your aunt doing? Is she still doing better?" Like, yeah. But that's going through each of the restaurants every day and just checking in with people. Being, wow, showing up, being yep. there. You, yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I, like, you definitely don't smoke a lot of weed because I don't know how you could. <laughs> that's so many people. I'm. I always joke like um, I'm like Paul Rudd in um, in uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but like he's a surfer and like um, he just forgets everyone's names and and uh, I'm like because I get customers that come up to the cart and like I just. I'm just in the zone, and and I I, I feel so bad because they're like, hey, Sid, like we I, we were here like yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah. That's when you use the word buddy a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, sure. buddy. Yeah. Um, or, or jefe if you're in the restaurant. Yeah. Totally, totally. So, Spanish. um, like, so what's kind of like a a day in the life for for Alex as as the as your in your job? So I start every morning really awesome, which is I go to our coffee shop, which is right on the water. It's got a view of the ferry and the mountains. Get my free coffee. <laughs> Go check in with uh, the team down there. We got a lunch counter that we do subsidized lunching for seniors who can't uh-huh. afford to feed themselves. Um, and then it's open to the public, too. So kind of just walk through, check in with them, see if there's anything going on down there. Pop over to the home office, check in with the home office people, go to one of the restaurants. Um, every day of the week, we have different meetings at different restaurants right. or with different teams, either the finance team or the HR team or um, ops. Uh, we go out and about. And then it's a lot of just coordinating schedules, really. I mean, we do photo shoots for all the new menus that are launching. Um, I got to oversee the menus, and they turn all the recipes and costing into me. I taste everything with them. We do plate-ups and stuff. And how often do you actually cook on the line or anything like that? Oh, I don't really cook on the line too much anymore. Um, During COVID, I got to do a lot of that. Because real quick, how many employees did you have during COVID? So before COVID, we had 250, and then we went down to eight. And then we went up to five fifty. It's, it's like a really, it's, it's like it's me on the yin yang, yeah, yeah, yo yo thing. So that's that's insane. Um, how do you like? You know, my my whole thing is like we were talking a little bit before this. Like, I I have no desire to own a restaurant because I don't know how to hold employees or how to find them or, you know, and with five hundred almost five hundred fifty employees, like. You know, I've been to multiple of your restaurants. I've I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. Awesome. How do you except the ones you've been at? <laughs> how do you like? How do you do that? How do you have five hundred fifty great fucking employees in a city where it's hard? Are you the reason? Do you have all the fucking employees? Well, we I read this book called uh, <laughs> Sorry, Unre- Dave. That's where they're all at. <laughs> I read this book called Unreasonable Hospitality. I don't know if you guys have read that. It's the uh, GM from Eleven Madison Park. Mm-hmm. He just put it out. And he said something that really like resonated with me and our team. It's like you take care of your employees because your employees take care of the guests. Mm-hmm. So our job isn't really the food or any of the other things. It's education and taking care of our people. Right. And because we've all been in those positions, I mean, when I opened Salt and Iron, I worked 230 hours in the first two weeks. Yeah. I slept on the floor in the office. <laughs> yeah. Like So we've done that, and we know how bad it can be. Sure. Um, and so we take care of our people. Every restaurant has two sous chefs instead of one. Right. Um, that's so that when the chef goes on vacation, the sous chef's not working 100 hours. You know, I say no one can work more than 50 hours in a week. They just shouldn't. That's insane. Um, yeah. It's because we're not living 
to work, we're working to live, right? right, right. So if we have that mentality from the top down, then people like that and I, they want to work for us. So I, I mean, I I feel like a lot of restaurants don't have these values because they can't afford it. How do you? Where do you find the money to have two sous chefs? To is a great question. Yeah. But uh, wage inflation has gone up so much that a sous chef really isn't that much more than an, a line cook. If you got to pay a line cook thirty thirty dollars an hour, that's sixty grand a year. Sure. So, so might as well just, just pay chef. a little yeah. extra, get another sous chef. They can work more. They don't have to right. get overtime hours. If they do work overtime, you got better coverage. You got better buying because you can move people up from. And it's great for them because they they get the title. Um, they get they get responsibility and they learn. You know. Yeah, and then you got much better coverage in case someone walks out yeah. in the middle of a shift or which something. Happens. Which all happens, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've had really good retention rate, and because we focus on like making sure the employees are taken care of, we don't really have too many concerns about staffing. Yeah, yeah. And I I really mean that. Like I'm I'm not I'm like while you're talking, I'm thinking about like the last time I went to market or um any response. And like everyone's really happy there. And um it's you're doing a great job. Um and uh Dave, I don't know if you know this, but uh uh when the Wu Tang uh dinner happened, you were like you were on um you were on the show with you were on Access yeah. Hollywood with the ghost face. Yeah. That's uh cool. because uh I think at the time uh, like you were just kind of representing Feed Me as as like shoot for Schubert and Louis. Well, Schubert got COVID. Like, That's right what it was. Oh, he yeah, okay, on. okay. Now I remember. And uh, he didn't know anything about Wu-Tang. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he was sitting there. I love Wu-Tang. Yeah. We were talking. I was like, oh, I got this idea, this idea, this idea. He's like, That's great, because I don't I've never listened to that. That's <laughs> what so so we were um we went on Access Hollywood with uh, uh oh, Mario I, Lopez. I watched it. And and um and yeah, and they surprised me with Ghostface showing up. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I forgot. Uh, Schubert got COVID right before, so you had to step in. You did great, and you, you're yeah. great on camera. And the dishes were yours anyway. So. Yeah. It was, it was super <laughs> and fun. and what was awesome, you got to uh, attend the dinner as a guest, and it was your anniversary, right? That was your... my one year wedding anniversary yeah, with my wife. That's right. And right uh, it was the aw- most awesome event we've been to. It was so cool. What um what was your favorite dish? What was my? I have to say, Luis's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I ate like four or five of those desserts. Um, yeah, like, um, yeah. I think we but, all did. Yeah. God damn. Uh, Dave, what's new and exciting in your world? New and exciting, and I. Uh, well, I went to this movie premiere, Buckshot. Honey. That's right. You talked about that last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was yesterday. Um, Seattle International Film Festival is happening this weekend, and there's a lot of great movies um but one of them used buckshot honey as a uh, film spot and that one's called year of the fox uh local director megan griffith um the star of it is sarah jeffries but uh buckshot honey is where she works while she spends the summer with her father in in the movie and uh so they gave us two tickets and me and my mom went hung out at the uptown theater in queen anne yesterday had some dick's burgers nice and yeah. uh, had some raisinets <laughs> and uh yeah the cast and the crew were there so it was kind of a different viewing experience yeah um but you know i i had no idea how this movie was going to turn out it's a coming of age movie about yeah. a young woman it could go either way but luckily it was pretty amazing and it has a solid like positive message for women and uh yeah, I'm proud Buckshot yes. Honey's in it. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Ho- hopefully it'll just uh, get huge and win an Oscar and then... Um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure... You'll get the residual checks. ...how the independent film... Uh, yeah, I know. You know, I, I think they show it at film festivals hoping that a bigger company will pick it up. Right, so right. we'll see what happens. Cool. That's amazing. New new experience. That's a hell of an alibi for that body she found. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tie it all in. Um, so, Alex... Um, I I see you a lot on the Seattle Foodies uh, page. You are 
you you love to eat um yeah. and and you, you you go out to restaurants as much as i do um what what are some fun places you've been and what are some of your favorites so i got a buddy of mine uh eric and he's been going on a diet and he's lost 60 pounds he's tr- he's turning 40 this year he's like i'm i'm gonna put in the work and so Fridays are his cheat day, and he's like, I want pizza. Yeah, yeah. So we've been going to a pizza place every Friday since, like, the beginning of the year. Okay. So uh, that has been just a fun list to go through. Sure, and yeah. I think what, the top what, what, of the list right now is Blotto. Blotto yeah. over on Capitol Hill, yeah, yeah. which is my favorite. What, um, what kind of what, what do they have there? What kind of how do, the slices? It's a, it's a um, deck oven, and they just do whole pizzas. Yeah. And you can't call in an order. You can't place one online. There's no reservations. You just show up and wait in line. And uh, that pizza is just top-notch right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, have you had the Moto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moto's great. Uh, Lee actually opened up a spot in Edmonds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that one there, and I pop in all the time, you know, give them a heads up the health department's in town or something. <laughs> you know, got to keep uh Wait, is, is the happy. health department like a cowboy? Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, we always uh, decked yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah like, I got oh, you. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were He's out. here. The health department's here. <laughs> He's next door right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Moto Pizza's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Lee, Lee's coming on the podcast in a couple weeks. I'm, I'm super stoked to meet him. Uh, but uh, go ahead with your pizza oh, yeah. list. Uh, Kobo, Kobo is really good, too. Um, but I think best restaurants right now, it's got to be Archipelago. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went there again for a second time, and that chef is just... It's a different level of restaurant. And what, um, what kind of food is that? It's a uh, Filipino food, and and it's a twelve seat restaurant. Um, he does everything coursed out. It's just two seatings a night. Yeah. Um, he talks about the history of Filipinos coming to the U.S. and mm-hmm. how it tied into his food. Wow. He's just so passionate. And you, you were talking a little bit about like going back to your roots and stuff. He was born in uh, Southern Washington. Okay. He's got one dish. He uh, went to a waterfall by his house. Dove in, got these river rocks, polished them up, and serves one of his courses on the. Rocks. Oh, that's so cool! It's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Like, and yeah. uh, he remember he like he can Facebook stock everyone before you go there. So like he knew something about every customer. Kind of, like, like in the There's movie, only twelve yeah. people. So wow. um, uh, that was just like next level. I've been to some Michelin star restaurants, and I still think right. that restaurant's what, um, above it. What did he say about you? What did he find out from your? The Facebook? first time it was right after I got married, and he brought a bottle of champagne oh, out my God. from the back just for me and my wife. And then the first course, he put extra caviar <laughs> on it. It didn't have caviar on it. Yeah. And the next time, he remembered us and was like, "Hey, I remember you. How you been? Like, how's things?" He uh, asked about uh, Brian, who runs Barcada up mm-hmm. in Edmonds, because um, it's another Filipino yeah. place. Um, so that was pretty cool to chat with him. And it was right after he got that uh, James Beard nomination. It's amazing. So and, and where is him. it? That's down in. Uh, that's like Beacon Hill, Columbia City, like that area. And uh, if someone wanted to go, because you, you've sold me, how, how do you get in? Is it a waiting list? Is it's it a wait list. Yeah. The first time I actually got it on that Seattle foodie site, someone posted they had tickets, okay. and I just grabbed them. Okay, and then he releases tickets, and it's like two months um, in yeah, advance. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. do the whole song and dance, you know? Got it. Um, amazing. Uh, Wes, what's uh, you're in Ballard. Do you eat out, yeah. out a lot over there? Where, where do you like to eat? Uh I live a life right now where I don't get out to eat yeah, yeah, very much. Because uh, how, how many hours are you in the restaurant? Uh, yes. <laughs> All of them. Oh, like, I live in the restaurant? I yes. eat in the restaurant? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's basically a live workspace at this yeah. point. No, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, and you know... Uh, yeah, just trying to make stuff happen. I don't. I don't. Is, I don't is the reason because you can't find a staff, or because you like to be hands on on everything? Uh, uh, it's somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. A lot. A lot of the nights right now, I do have a, a really good team who 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 could probably do it. You know, yeah. if I wasn't there. But it's it's just it's just tough right now for for the little ones and we rose just it's uh very hard to make money with. Yeah. You know, it's just a small space. Yeah. You know, so 
right now, also because of all the articles and stuff, a lot of people think we're like super busy all the time. Yeah, we're yeah. just not. You know, um, uh, we're in this weird space. If you know Ballard, like we're we're in a, a sort of a quintessential, really narrow, like old, you know, space with a very small frontage, but we're sandwiched between two of the biggest frontages yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I've been there for over a year and still. You know, I, we get people in still that are like, man, we, we're in Ballard like every weekend. You know, we never noticed you, yeah. you know, so it's just we're just dealing with that. Um, all that to say, uh, so, I, you know, we very much run like a skeleton crew, right. you know, so I'd like to stay on hand. Um, and for were, the, you, were you like that with the Gerald? Or yeah, yeah. For you, for the Gerald, also, I mean, that you were was always also hands on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I think you know, I mean, I only got the one. I should be hands on, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's uh, for, with we were, you know. To be fair, you know, for the past year or so, uh, for the past several months, I should say, uh, this, you know, my team's been doing a great job sort of holding it down. But uh, all the stuff for Bob Shim, I, uh, in the back, I, I did the build out myself. Yeah. So I've just been sort of like a contractor for the past <laughs> how long, however long. So, so And sometimes you got to do, yeah. like as a restaurantour, you, you got to do everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that well, that's what it is, right? Like, it's, it's just, uh, it all kind of goes back to... Uh, a, a plumber who tried to rip me off like a few years ago and, and, and you know since then long, long story short this, try, this plumber tried to tell me that I needed a brand new toilet yeah. and I, I fixed it in like 20 minutes with a $15 part from Home yeah. Depot so yeah. Uh, yeah it's just a, you know just learning lessons so I don't get out to eat eat very yeah. much however I mean I, I got you know uh, I do like you know get to snack on things yeah. you know whenever I can and um, there's an ice cream shop called uh, Sweet Alchemy yeah yeah uh, which in Ballard, I think they have a uh, location in U District too. Yeah. Uh, in in Ballard, it's uh, in, they share the space with Mighty O yeah. Donuts, and um, and they're are they vegan? No, so they're not. But they sweet uh, Sweet Alchemy has a bunch of like vegan ice cream, yeah. and that's exact. I I had their I've had a couple of their vegan ice creams uh, recently in the past few months, and it's like the best vegan yeah. ice cream I've had. Yeah. Um, it it, it kind of happened because uh, we did an event called Feel to Table. Yeah. Um, you know where where we fed a bunch of folks uh, yeah. at this at uh, Lumen Field. Yeah. Um, I still call it Central Link. Yeah. <laughs> Me, but, too. Uh, Me too. <laughs> yeah, at the football stadium, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> and we had like dessert and everything lined up, um, but we needed a sub, and we just like, we just did like blue tickets. So you know, I said, okay, for the vegan sub, I'm gonna just go get some ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know we'll garnish it and everything. And um, I set out looking mm-hmm. and. I learned that Sweet Alchemy is uh, owned by a Korean American woman. Yeah, and that was the whole thing, you know, like sort of feel, for feel to table. I was like, this is a this is a big one. Um, I'm gonna make sure that anything I source, you know, like I'm gonna try to work as much as I can with uh, like Asian businesses, Asian owned yeah. businesses. Yeah, so that's how I got to know about it. And man, I had it. And I was like, geez, like this is like, and I'm I'm not vegan, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like vegan. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where's the rest of it then? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was delicious. Like I think I think people should go try. What's, it. What's, yeah. what's the base of vegan ice cream? Coconut milk. Coconut. I think, yeah. I think oh, that's right. Yeah. No. Uh, she's right. I did a I did a panel. I forgot what it was about, but I did a panel with her and the owner of Mighty Do of Mighty okay. O and <clears throat> really 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 cool. Um. Yeah. There's there's a, so much fun shit in Ballard though. Um, yeah. It's it's. I think the past few years it's really like, even even like five six years ago Ballard I I think, I mean it's always been great. That's why I'm there. I yeah. love the neighborhood, but it was a little bit like. One note, if you will, yeah. like, so everybody was doing sort of very similar things, yeah, yeah. gastro pubby, kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I was one of them, so you <laughs> yeah, know, I was part yeah. of the problem, you know. But more, uh, yeah, more uh, places are starting, I, I feel like, starting to do, you know, branching, branch out a little bit, sure, yeah, yeah so, and, I, but more, yeah. I, like, so what happened, um, 
me and my girl were it was a beautiful day. It must have been Friday maybe and or Saturday and uh we're like let's just walk down to Ballard and and we started I was like I really wanted Little Tin. Yeah. Um because I I love like fish and crackers and mayonnaise and sure. whatever and and uh, have you have you been to Little Tin? No. It's, it's similar to um like uh uh was that place in Pike Place uh Jar Bar. Um, okay. Anyway, so like it's like canned fish and and crackers and potato chips and I I, I was so excited where we walked. I don't know. It's about a mile and like I'm just thinking about like. And the, also, they're open weird hours. So, like, I was like, I finally yeah. looked it up. Like, finally, we can make it. And I've tried to go there two or three times, and they were closed. And we get there, and they were doing a pop-up that day. It was like a Hawaiian-themed pop-up. Uh, and okay. it was like, you know, God bless them. They make amazing drinks. We got some non-alcoholic drinks, um, and they were fantastic. And we got, like, a sweet and sour chicken, but it's just not what we wanted. And, and um and everything was super sour. I was like, dude, I, want, I need something super salty now. Um, so we ended up going to Stoneburner, but they're they're on a little bit of a wait. So we popped into your spot, and nice. we got the um, we got the the twenty four hour potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can, what, what's the story behind those? Like so, a, yeah, so that's a, that's cool. So those potatoes, because it's just like they look like roasted potatoes, and um, it's it's the type of dish I, I I love because it nobody would say like, oh, that looks like Korean food. Yeah, a lot of people would say that's not Korean food. Uh, but it's uh, in Korea, like we have these, you know, small country with a lot of people. Uh, the infrastructure is like amazing. Yeah. You know, the the roads are amazing, everything, and and the highway, like expressway, whatever you want, freeway, uh, rest stops are like they would pass for like malls here yeah. and like nicer ones. Yeah. You know, like it's just real elaborate. And um, the rest stops, obviously, you know, they have giant restaurants, but there's all you know food. Sometimes there's like shopping. Um, and sort of the general layout is always inside. There's like a huge food court. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the outside, they have all these sort of street facing, quote unquote, or like parking lot facing like stalls, you yeah. know, where they do more like street food type okay, of thing. Yeah. And uh, one of the sort of the classic things that you get at those places is these potatoes. Yeah. Um, we probably put in a lot more effort into ours, you know, than they do. Um, but that's where the idea came from because on my on road trips when I was growing up, that was my favorite snack. Like that'd be the one. And I'd so, what do you parents. do? I, you just um, like butter and butter and roast them for twenty four hours? Uh, or they, no, like, they. Uh, it, it, it takes twenty four hours for the whole process uh, because there's basically there's uh, there's we boil, we peel, we fry twice, we freeze, and then we thaw, and then we fry again. What what does that process um, do? So that the, the thought is to we peel the uh, you know we peel the potatoes uh, for the texture and you know, also to get rid of the peel right. Yeah. Um, but then we keep frying it to create its own peel again. That's like an edible peel essentially. Got it. Um, so we so keep you're trying to do it. like layers of crunchiness, right? Yeah. So that we can create like a nice crunchy outside. But every time we do this, it seals the moisture, the natural moisture of the potatoes in it. Okay. Uh, so it. Creates like a steaming effect inside, yeah. right? So the breaks down all the cells as, as well. Exactly. So the idea is that when you bite into it, you get a you know you get a little bit of like crispy skin, yeah. but inside it's kind of like mashed, mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. similar idea to like a, a double blanched. We fry, did those same fries yeah. on uh, the Odin Star food truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know. Uh, it's a lot of work peeling them. Yeah, they were delicious. Um, and you you need to change. You need to start charging more. Like that's a lot. Like I think they're like six bucks for like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, a great product, though. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I, I, so do you quarter? 
No, or, he's, they're not French fries. fries. They're like right, right. No, so they're it, made yeah, into we no, we do like mini Yukons. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. They're, they're little balls. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I actually that's something that's on my mind. We used to have it at the Gerald. Like that's that's like one of two things that actually yeah. goes yes. back to the Gerald. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I just I just loved it so much. Like I just had to keep it. And it used to be a bigger portion than we used to charge more. And it sort of like stems from that. We, you know, we kind of scale back the portions, but we also charge a little less. And it, it it happened as a sort of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a sort of a, or I used to be like a believer in like cost of entry. Yeah. You know, like what's, you know, like when you look at the menu, you know, what's the, what's the numbers you see, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I got to charge more. Yeah, yeah, you That's do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk to Alex. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you how to more. do it. Um, yeah, and, but anyway, food was fantastic. I can't Thank wait you. to go get the uh, full yeah. experience. Uh, I went to Stoneburner, had that pepperoni pizza, which is like, have you have you have you had the pepperoni stillbird? It's a great pizza. I've had it. You know they've been around for a while, and um, but it has a, a pickled serrano and honey on it. Um, oh yeah, and like it's just funny like like they don't have just a normal ass pepperoni pizza, and I think that's pretty ballsy. Like for a place like that, that's constantly packed to, you know, I don't know. Like I, I'm sure they got a lot of modifications. Well, that pepperoni and hot honey is like that's the thing right yeah, now. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. got it. You got Sunny Hill right here too. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm yeah. going there tonight. Oh nice, <laughs> yeah. nice, cool. Uh, maybe spot. I'll see you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sunny Sunny Hill is dope too. Uh, and then we ended up at Salt and Straw. However, you know we talked about Salt and Straw on the on, on the podcast. I love Salt and Straw. However, they were doing a flower series, like edible flower things, okay. like rose water and shit. And I cannot stand that stuff. You, you're not done with it. Like, like soapy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know. Soapy. I've never met someone that's there, like ooh. There's like yeah. a fine line. Yeah, I always wonder that too. There's a bunch of flavors where you're like, who is this for? Yeah. Like, is this for you? We were is walking for... there and, and and I asked this like these people were enjoying their ice. I'm like, what'd you guys get? They're like, oh, we got like the pistachio and like elderflower or something weird and and i looked at her and i was like nah i'm good <laughs> yeah I've, i feel like when you find flowers on a menu it could go wrong so fast yeah, exactly yeah. or or if the you, you some chefs can find that like just perfect balance like lilac is overused yeah. a lot and then you'll you'll finally eat something that where it was used properly yeah. and you're like oh there that's how it's supposed to taste you know yeah yep. um Hey, uh, my event sold out. I was pretty I know, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so awesome. um, you know, we were we were talking about before, like with the Wu Tang event. Like, I couldn't concentrate on the event because I was just busy promoting it and like constantly posting, posting about it. And like, we sold out. So now I get to just concentrate on the food and, and the event. I'm really excited. So sorry if you can't get tickets, but we um, there's no way we're not doing another one next year. Uh, so that gives you guys a chance to watch the show. Are you a fan I'll, of the show? I, I love think, that show. Uh, it's oh, so man. good. That's how, right. We talk how about many editions yeah. are you doing? So I am. So this is kind of funny. So the event is on June second. The third season comes out on May thirtieth. So three days before, I'm going to do one dish based on the third season. So I have three days to watch the season, like come up with a dish, order and prep for it. Like and, it. And um, I think people will be forgiving. Like it's such a fun crowd, and, and I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, another thing I'm excited. About, so so unfortunately, well, two things happened, and and maybe you two can can back me up to this. So. I didn't realize taxes suck that much. Oh yeah, taxes are horrible. I didn't know you got <laughs> fucking murdered. Like I don't know, maybe maybe my tax guy's not doing a great job. But like, if anyone like follows me on Instagram, they're like, "Man, sit out, eats out a lot. He must be rich." No, it turns out I wasn't rich. It turns out I just what like, I just need to do better at budgeting my money. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I don't know. Did you, did you get killed this year? I or, get, I get or, killed or pay, every quarter, man. You, you pay quarterly. Like yeah, yeah the, I'm, I'm like man, that that. I feel like that should probably be my profit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but bye bye money. Yeah, I don't chunk. know. You come from a corporate world. Is uh, how how are 
working in the restaurant industry where the margins aren't great and you're you're sometimes barely uh, getting by and they get hit with taxes, how how's that feel? Not great. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure no one's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. There's like taxes, man. There's there's taxes that, man. It's sometimes it's the little things that little very tiny like negligible ones bother me. Like I pay a litter tax. Yeah. It's like a few bucks, yeah. you know. But it's like for in Ballard, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. litter tax, like what, <laughs> you know? And then there's uh, you know, a lot of people probably don't know that restaurant owners around here pay property tax, and even if we lease the space, yeah, because they they charge a property tax on the stuff you have inside, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So the landlord pays property tax for the building, which gets passed down to us anyway through triple net, right? And then. I get charged also a property tax and it's like a couple grand. Like it's not, it's not small. It's not a small amount, you know? And then it's just like, people don't know, like there's a, there's a fee to have our blaze sign up. That, that goes to SDOT. Like there's a, <laughs> there's a license fee. There's, you know, there's a, our business license fee and our food health permit fee is different. Yeah. So that's not, you know, food yeah. business license. I paid, you know, uh, just over two grand a year. You know, the food permit is uh, you know, over a grand a year. Man, it, it it doesn't end. Yeah. Well, then if you <laughs> have employees, you got payroll tax. What's payroll tax look like for 500 employees? Uh, it's payroll tax is usually around 17%. So you just add 17% to whatever you're paying out in uh in labor. That's, and that's crazy. That's a lot. I, yeah. I always wish there was a way. Like, what does that tax go to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Well, <laughs> we're going to find out. Bombs and missiles, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> No, it goes to L and I and Social Security Machine and Medicaid and all that. Well, animals so, from so, helicopters. You know. So this brings up a good point, uh, Dave. You're talking about Pagliacci and and what Pagliacci was doing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting story. They were sued, which I didn't follow the lawsuit. I'm following this story right now, um, but I guess they were sued for improperly um, tipping their delivery drivers, not paying them enough. The delivery drivers. You know, obviously sued the company they work for, being Pagliacci Pizza. And now, years later, there's a headline that they're coming out with drones, which I just think is hilarious because they're like, well, no more delivery. These drones aren't going to complain about getting tipped. Yeah, that's true. So, so, um, well, no, don't. They're still going to ask you if I want to tip 20% to the drone. Guaranteed, dude. It's going to be automatic, too. Yeah, right? Tip like, the drone, motherfucker. D- yeah, I mean, they need oil and gas. Yeah, drone right? operation it's say surcharge. 22, yeah. 25, yeah. or 30%. <laughs> like, you, think they, you think these drones are cheap? Totally, no, man. <laughs> well, you saw uh, the AI thing that quit after like five yeah, hours of right? working. Yeah, it was yeah. like, I'm not doing this for free. <laughs> um what what are your what are your thoughts about this? Is uh drone delivery people? This is well, I think it's just highlighting like the issue, which is that everything is too expensive, everything is going up, inflation's real, and uh, you know, delivery drivers, you gotta pay them minimum wage plus the tips plus everything. How can I get a pizza delivered to me for an affordable price? Yeah, with that. The um, thing that I'm curious about, because I come from a little rough background and if i saw a drone back in the day bring me a pizza i would grab the pizza and the drone yeah and be like okay we got a drone now i i mean (laughs) there's like so many people talking about like they're getting a slingshot out or a gun and shooting them down stealing a pizza i just don't think like people are gonna i think there's gonna be some vandalism yeah, but that's, that, that's part of their budgets, like I the scooters guess. and the, the e-bikes. Well, those and, bikes just yeah. throwing them in Green Lake and yeah. stuff. We're yeah. just like, everywhere. Cool. <laughs> it's just littering up the whole city. I, I'll, I'll tell you a funny, uh, I might, okay, maybe it's not as funny as I thought it was, but um, last night, I ordered, first of all, Papa John's is my favorite slutty pizza. 
like hands down. The garlic like, sauce, right? No, no, the cheese sauce. Oh, okay. And I order like a you pizza. Say sweaty pizza. Yeah, it's you know, it's like I'm not. I'm not gonna post it on Instagram. Like, hey, got Papa John's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're high. You're like, I want some yeah, pizza. Exactly. I want it to be at my door right now, and I don't want. And to pay and off. it's like ridiculously cheap. Yeah, like they for some reason the inflation hasn't hit them yet. Um, you know. Anyway, uh, so so I order the pizza. You're right. I was a little high. Um. And I order it, and then after I put it in, I was holding the coupons, and I forgot to put it into the app. So, like, I had to save 25% off coupon. Just totally forgot to put it in. And I was like, honey, I forgot to put the coupon in. And I was trying to think about what to do. And just on a Hail Mary, I cut off the coupon and just put it on the table where you're supposed to drop it off. And I was like, maybe this will work. Maybe he'll take the coupon bring it back and like reward me my 25% off. Um, I was like, that's not going to happen. And so then I'm like, maybe he won't see the coupon. So and then I, I, I was looking for like a dollar bill. I already tipped, but I was like, maybe if I put money there, he'll be more likely to pick it up. And, and then he's going to have to do something with this coupon. Right. Like yeah. I, I realized this whole, like I'm fine paying what I paid, but I was like, you know, I have the coupon and, um, and all I could find was a two dollar bill. So like I took a picture of it. I, I on the table where you're supposed to drop it off because um, we have a crazy dog that you know we can't open the door for. So um, yeah, so I put a two dollar bill and a twenty five percent off coupon. And uh, what do you think happened? I don't know. Sid, tell us. Took nothing, the money nothing, and he did nothing, not give nothing, me the coupon. Nothing. He didn't take the money or just the extra tip. He probably Plus, thought you were trying to tip him. <laughs> yeah, he probably thought you were he trying to tip him in coupons. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're that guy, dude. You tip like an 88 year old woman. <laughs> Here's some coupons, honey. I I feel like I might have cut you off earlier, um, Alex. Uh, so we talked about pizza. What else? You have a huge list over there. Oh, I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, write stuff down. Uh, yeah, let's go. Um, you want to hear more restaurants? Yeah. Or? Okay, cool. Um, Off Alley is another yep. great one to go yep. to. Yep. Um, I was just down in uh, that area the other day. I went to Jackalope, which was okay. I've never heard of Jackalope. Uh, you know Jack's Barbecue? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they got okay. a bunch of brisket left yeah. over, and they're trying to sell it anywhere yeah. they can. And so they opened this uh, Mexican restaurant, and they, uh, they do Tex-Mex. And so we had like brisket tacos and stuff. But I walked by Off Alley, and I saw the owners there. We worked that yeah. event with them. Too. Oh, right. That's right, yeah. And they're just packed. That place is, I don't know. Have you ever been, Chef? I haven't. But I know you just had them on yeah, like yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you went there? Yeah, no, it's 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 my yeah. favorite restaurant in Seattle. It's um, so good. That's so good. Pie. Did you get the pot pie? I they didn't have the pot. They changed their menu every like two oh, yeah, weeks. That's true. Um, but uh, maybe it's too late. They did a industry Monday night thing, and they're looking for other restaurants to host like punk rock industry night. So um, if you are a restaurant and you want to do it, hit them up and see what they're doing. Uh, but at yeah, off, yeah. At off alley. Sweet. They did it off alley, and then. I, I, I forgot to mention it on the podcast, and I said, oh, are you doing it again? They're like, we're not going to host it again like immediately, but we're hoping that will be a, like a, a reoccurring Monday night industry night thing. So, oh, okay. so uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. Hit them up. Yeah. Weeru, hit them up. Yeah. You know, uh, what else you got? Uh, one of the places that I just love the website of, which is hilarious, is Dino's Pizza. Have you ever been to their I website? I have not been to their website. They, uh, they have like this old HTML flash, like everything flashes at you. They definitely did it like tongue in cheek. So it's like, ladies, you will love drinks. We make them extra strong just for you. Oh and, my uh, God. The website. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> look at it. It's like my cousin Vinny made this yeah. website oh support him on this other page. And uh, oh, that's, that's like the, out of like 99, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. It's great. It's a great website to just uh, check out again. And then that restaurant's super cool. It's like uh, very tongue in cheek. Um, old Italian oh, leather my. and stuff, and they got good pizzas. <laughs> it says the second best pizzeria in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the old Teeny Bigs uh, motto, right? I like second it. best cocktail bar. 
Yeah. No one's arguing about who's second best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just keep thinking you keep calling it tongue in cheek. Maybe, maybe they really try. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to off alley again. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to do some tongue in cheek special, right? But, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to highlight? Let's see. What else do I got here? We can pause for a little bit. But hey, they want to use the taxes to get the roads built for themselves. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, why are there so many bubble tea places in the university district? Oh, a, I, I can say this one. It's, yeah. it's a lot of us Asians over there. But like, how does it, so, so I feel like I've, I've, I've asked this question. I've asked this question about like Ethiopian restaurants. Like a lot of times you're, and and the answer I've gotten is like you know it's kind of like a community thing or whatever. That's it's not like all these bubble tea places in the university, university district are like a community. Like, is it? No, no. I mean, well, I think at at a larger scale, um, I think you know. We've we've been at this long enough to know there's definitely trends in food. Sure, you know, so uh, I think we're just in that time right now where bubble tea is just really because you see really that in. In, in you see a lot of restaurants that like do like full menus, but then they change it to like and blah 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 bubble tea, like Godzilla sure, bubble tea, you sure. know, like yeah, and, yeah, it's cheap I, and I think it's it's cheap, it's cheap to do, it's easy to do. Yeah. I think it's easy to hire for probably, and for easier, some reason you know? people are completely fine spending eight bucks on a drink, but would freak out about like a fifteen dollar. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely, because people kind of look at it, it. It it I think a lot of it has to do with like where the basis was set. Right, like, yeah, so, yeah. Because you know, some people will think like, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, thirty dollars for something is actually a good deal. But yeah. then they'll say, you know, yeah, like you know, fifteen dollars for one thing is a really bad deal. Maybe yeah, it might like, be the same six dollars for you know? a potato. Like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. like how much could a potato yeah, cost? Yeah, exactly, yeah, but, exactly. That's something. But like, for scoop sure. ice and yeah. like, you know, whatever. yeah. And then, do you, you know, know who's not going to care about that price point though? Is college girls? Yeah, the, yeah, they, those, they love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you have a favorite bubble tea place? Ooh, uh, I just had bubble is, tea from a, a place called Timeless. I think. Okay. I, I, I thought that was good. But, I mean, they're they're all pretty good. They're honest. all pretty like. There's yeah, yeah, no yeah. like stand. I like I like drip tea in uh, okay. Capitol Hill because they do like kind of plays on like streetwear things like uh-huh. um, whatever. But th- that's just all hype. But literally, yeah, yeah. if you put twelve in front of me, I don't know if I'd be like, oh, like this one's better than this. It's yeah. just a lot it's, of sugar and milk. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. I mean, it's mostly like syrups. It's not a whole lot of fresh anything going on, you know. And not to not that that's a bad thing, you know. It's just that's just a uh, I, I love how it works. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's like you buy that machine to be able to seal and then. It's like I got to get all the different flavors yeah. immediately. We looked into maybe doing a boba tea, and I was okay. just like, "Yeah, ah, yeah. I'm surprised that. she doesn't have a little boba tea spot." In, <laughs> no. in, in, I, I, I thought about I, I I thought about getting one uh, during the pandemic. I never did, but uh, for uh, to do to go cocktails. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah, about yeah. getting one of those. I bet the food cost on that is amazing. A boba, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, ice I'm and boba. Sure. Yeah, dude. Sugar, I'm sure. But yeah, it's. It's I, I I I do think it's you know not not as a joke like it's just a lot of Asian kids that go to UW um and and I don't know what I I don't know if there's any data to back this but I I think the Asian population in Seattle it just feels like it's been growing a lot uh you know uh, recently just how it feels to me. Well, they're um, coming to your restaurant, so you see. Oh, maybe <laughs> like, that's what it is. Because I, I, I literally didn't know there was any Sri Lankans in Seattle until I opened my Sri Lankan food okay, cart, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. now I've yeah. met like a thousand of them. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're I, like, feel like, I feel like the U District has always had like a great, I mean, oh, a great oh, yeah. mix of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you kids from all over the world for totally, sure. Man. Um, but yeah, bubble tea. I can tell you, you know, I, uh, I sort of like my teenage years. I, I lived in in, in California and. Uh, uh, bubble tea for like 
Asian Americans has has been a thing for a long time. Yeah, okay, I feel like I haven't. That's heard all we used recently. to do when I was like, yeah. you know, I was like eighteen, nineteen. We couldn't okay. go to bars or whatever. We used to just like hang out in front of, I, you know, now I. I don't know when people started calling it bubble tea. We used to call it tapioca. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was flying flying back from China, I sat next to a sixteen year old girl, and I was amazed that she did this flight once a week. She goes to school oh, in Seattle and lives what? in in China. And yeah, she did this. I was like, hey, so you know, you going to America? She's like, oh yeah, I go to you know that girls' school downtown. Have you ever seen? No, that? I, I'm not allowed there. It's like uh, <laughs> it's kind of in the Belltown area. Okay, but um, but yeah, she went. She wow. goes to school all week in Seattle. And, and there's like a dorm there. She would stay in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Did, was she drinking bubble tea on the plane? No. <laughs> that that uh, sounds difficult. Oh my god. Is yeah, that, I was impressed. I had a ton of questions for her. She was I a very I nice won't girl. I won't take the cart like further than twenty minutes, like except for your event. Uh, by the way, any, any any updates on that? Still working on stuff. No, uh, well, yeah, I mean, we're, uh, I talked to the band, everything's lined up. Um, What's the date again? Street, it's going to be a street food hoedown, pig roast showdown. I, is, that, did, is that, did you just make that up? Is that what you're calling it? That's what I'm going to I love it. That's great. That's I awesome. love it. Go there right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, um, I like all Yeah, so we're, we're, we're working on the, uh, on the flyers right cool. now. But the date is? July 29th, Buckshot Honey, Snoqualmie, Washington. What time? Probably do uh, noon to seven. We'll promote. We'll, we'll, yeah, 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 yeah. There's little things like that I I haven't uh, defined yet. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Wes, uh, anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Anything you want to promote? Um, do you? Hey, what can you tell us about your restaurant, happy hours, what time you open? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we Rose Instagram. open uh, Tuesday to Saturday. Uh, we Rose Seattle. That's We Rose like hero with a W, uh, W-E-R-O. And what does that mean? Uh, a weedle, uh, so in Korean, uh, it's I, I also pronounce it weedle, but it, it's pronounced weedle, and weedle means uh, it's like a triple meaning. The, the main meaning is it means comfort and consolation. How the restaurant came about is I had the Gerald pandemic hit, pandemic hit at like at like the worst time because the Gerald didn't do well in like 2019. You know, I took it over in 2018. Obviously, they sold it. Whoever sold it sold it because it wasn't doing well. Took like a year to turn it around. 20, like February of 2020, we had 40% growth. And yeah. I was like, oh, like <laughs> I finally did it. And then, you know, March 2020 happened. Yeah. Um, and a couple of weeks into the uh, the pandemic, I kind of realized that I had nothing but Korean food for like two weeks straight. <laughs> yeah. It didn't like really occur to me. But I, I know I've, I've been here since 2001. So it, it's not like, you know, I would eat Korean food every day or anything like that. So it just kind of like, uh, brought me back and that you know that's the major growth sort of happened around that because it was like yeah okay i'm very korean at heart still like this is what i know <laughs> yeah. you know i need you know this is what brings me comfort when i really need it so yeah uh, we don't mean comfort and consolation um it What's also means uh, uh comfort and consolation is the first meaning second meaning is to go upwards um and third meaning sometimes it can also be it mean uh into the stomach Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like something to, you know, it was like the idea was to build on that, um, you know, and go upwards and, you know, feed people, you know, things that make them come, you know, give them comfort. Cool. And one more time, can you t- uh, to say the name of your lunch spot? And when, uh, that's Bob Shim. B A P S H I M. Bob Shim Seattle, also on Instagram. And uh, how can you order that? Uh, you can do that uh, if you're in the area. We, we, we're on DoorDash, Uber Eats with that. We is not. Uh, but Bob Shim also, we. Uh, the entrance, you know, you can come to Wiro uh, on Ballard Ave, but the entrance for Bopshim is uh, on 20th Avenue uh, and Leary. And, uh, yeah, it's it's like... And open you know, how many days a week? 
That's open uh, six days a week. Close cool. on Mondays. Got it. Yeah, cool. 11 a.m. Right. we open. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll check that out tomorrow. Yeah. Dave, speaking of speaking of March 2020, do you remember March 2020? I do. Do you remember? We went to a concert at the Showbox. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, was, it was such a great concert. Because no one showed up. What was the date? It was like March 18th or 19th. Yeah. We ate at Shiru. No, uh, 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 not Shiru. Um, yeah, what's Shiru's new place called? Um, in, in Pike Place? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh who, Come on, Sid. Who's new place? Shiru's. It's been open for... Oh, Kashiba? Kashi- oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain, yeah. brain fart. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We ate at Kashiba. Mm-hmm. The server goes, uh, hey, do you not want garnish on your drinks? And we were like, what, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, there might be a pandemic. <laughs> no, she didn't say it like that. She's, oh, yeah, but yeah. She's like, oh, some people don't want us to touch. Like the, straws yeah, yeah, and yeah. tooth, you know, the little And I'm, I'm like, I think I, I don't read the news. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I was like, what? This is crazy. And then someone's like, oh, they might shut down Disneyland and sporting events. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. That's impossible. And then we went to this concert. Saw the refused, which usually would be it was sold out show, but there was very few people there. Yeah, yeah, it was a thin crowd. Everyone else was smarter than us. Well, and you read the news. You and I have seen this band multiple times, yeah. and it's usually shoulder to shoulder yeah, yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, man, that was I, I think about that a lot Dude. because I've you know usually when you go see bands like this, it is you know especially venues they oversell. Yeah, and this one was just kind of nice, relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, man, I, I feel like. The quarantine happened, and none of us are ready to talk about it. Like you don't, I don't know. I feel like we we mentioned. Well, I had just flown in from Florida because I had just signed the lease on Buckshot Honey right in February 2020, and then I and then I went to uh, say hi to my mom in Florida because I knew I was going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to be opening this restaurant for the rest of my life. And uh, um, and then on the way back. Because it was hitting the news a little bit, but on the way back, we were coming through airports, and there was, like, ghost towns. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking creepy. God, I, me- I remember talking to you in those early days, and yeah, it was kind of touch and go. It was. You just bought a fucking restaurant. Yeah, man. I uh, it, it was so scary. Yeah. I can't believe we are. And now, are now. Uh, three years later, we're going to have a hoedown. woo We did it. <laughs> Alex, Alex, uh, you probably, this might take about 40 minutes. Would you, can you very quickly, anything you want to promote from the Feed Me group? Well, we're super excited. We just started brunch at Fire and the Feast oh, on Saturdays cool. and Sundays. Yeah. Uh, did you, were two. you open for Mother's Day? We were. We did a couple test weekends before and then they crushed it on Mother's Day weekend. So pretty good. <laughs> I thought you said you don't abuse your cooks. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said we'd like to treat them well. <laughs> They still have to work on Mother's Day brunch. They still got to work on Mother's Day brunch. It's not his fault. They like to be abused. (laughs) Nothing nothing more fun than working a brunch shift. Uh, But no, no, Mother's Day. But yeah, Fire in the Feast brunch is where uh, we're trying to focus that. uh, Can you give us one? What's your favorite menu item off the Mother's Day brunch? Sorry, the brunch menu off Fire in the Feast. The pork shoulder hash is pretty good. That sounds good, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And they got a pork and sugo dish. uh, Pork sugo with like over cheesy polenta that's really good too. Uh Egg, it's nice. Cool. Then we got uh, Chateau Saint Michel's coming up. So we're doing right. all the, the uh, concert concerts series. out there. Got Dojo and Market out there, and we're opening up a little uh, takeout window at Olympic Sculpture Park. Oh. Um, that'll be uh, Memorial Day weekend too. We're going to wow. be doing some uh, short rib rolls, lobster rolls, crab rolls, things like that. So. When when will Feed Me stop? When will you be happy? Uh, when let's we have let's have a chat it? with Schubert. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll be on. Um, uh, that's yeah. half our job is uh, trying to slow him down a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But um but yeah, well thank you thank you for everything you did for the Wu Tang dinner. Um and then thanks for coming on. Guys, that was I had a lot of fun today. Did you guys have a lot of fun? Yes. Yeah. Yay, cool. Well Wes right. from Wiro, Alex from Feed Me, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Dave will be here next week. All right, guys, have a wonderful day and enjoy the sun. I love you forever. Go jump in the water. See ya. Have a good one.